Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Tim Wildman, president of the American Family Association. Welcome back, everybody, to Today's Issues. Today's Issues is the name of this year's show on American Family Radio. I'm Tim Wildman with Ed Battagliano, Walker Wildman, and now Steve Jordahl joins us, replacing his colleague, Fred Jackson. You can't replace him. You can only follow him. Well, Ooh, I like that. I like it, too, Steve. Yeah. Uh, Brent Creeley, our producer, and we thank you for listening. Uh, let me just say this. From time to time, as we experience a heavy rain here in our studio, well, it's not raining in our studios. <laughs> it nights. does. It does sometimes. Well, <laughs> duly noted. Duly noted, Ed. But uh, if we get really strong thunderstorms in the Tupelo area, it may cause our signal that's being shot up into outer space, connecting with satellite a satellite, and then rebroadcast all over the good old U.S. of A to all of our 181 stations, uh, we have what we call rain fade. It can happen, yeah. And it can happen. So if in the next, we're about to get some boomers here, so if we go off the air for a few minutes, uh, it shouldn't be long, but that's the reason for it. It's nothing nothing wrong with your radio. Did I say that right, Walker? You did, and okay. we always have the app, should you want to. There you go. Avoid any weather problems. By accessing the AFR app, which thousands and thousands are using now. Mm-hmm. Steve, what do you got? Well, just some uh, breaking news yesterday. Actually, we, we didn't. Breaking uh, news yesterday? It, it broke yesterday. <laughs> just we didn't that get to it. Breaking news from I yesterday. I got a couple of things that are happening more recently. Did you know that Vice President Kamala Harris has been tapped to lead the National Space Council? And I have it on a good opinion that uh, it's going to be several months before she visits space either. <laughs> Maybe do a press conference once a year on it. Maybe. Yeah. She, Probably not going to visit are, are you serious? I am serious. About what it. is the Space you Council? you serious, Clark? You're talking about, not talking about the Space Force, are you? No. That's military. The space Council, I think, is the one that uh, advises NASA about their goals and, you know, Mars or the moon. Or, Let me ask you this. Uh, In order to have that position, do you have to be a space cadet? It helps. <laughs> I'm just asking. For, it does help. I'm asking Maybe. for. I'm asking That's an for, old. Uh, now, see, Walker. Never Walker, heard not that. understand what I'm saying. Space cadet. Space cadet was what you called somebody who was a little, a little well, spacey. In and head. before that, they wore a dunce hat. <laughs> yes, that's right. Huh? It's back when you could. So you, when you were asking, does the vice yeah. president do so, you have to be a space cadet? I, I, to, I don't know. She, she's. Uh, okay. I don't know if she's a space cadet or not, but she's not interested in the job of being vice president, except I don't, I don't know what she does. What does she do? What's her, <laughs> what does she do now every day? What, what drives Kamala Harris when she gets up every morning and goes, you know what? According, I can't wait. according to the media, it's what shoes she wears for the day, because that's you know, in which cover of the magazine Vogue or whatever she's going to be on, because okay. that's a majority of her time seems to be that. She all right. is all over that. Here we go border issue it's yeah, not a crisis is. yeah it's a, it's a border issue and maybe that's why she got promoted to this position yes. is because of how well she's handled that's the border yes. Must Walker, be. that's good i mean what was a crisis is now under full she's control a spe- now she's in charge of what now the national space council what do they do 
they set agendas, I believe, for NASA and uh, the civilian space program. Doesn't it's not the <laughs> Kamala Harris space. is setting the agenda for NASA. She's she's in charge of the group that will. Well, I feel good about that one there. <laughs> I feel as long as already. we have the CIA. Well, you know, part of <laughs> right. Then we can send we can send cisgender people to space. Okay, Kamala Harris is the vice president of the United States. I, I want to say that I have respect for the office of the presidency and the vice presidency of the United States of America. Right. But uh, the uh, mockery that she's receiving here, she deserves because of her actions and her inactions and the way she's handled herself thus far as vice president. I am. Fully willing to come back and give her credit later if she changes her. She can turn her, turn her, her ways. Yeah. But there's a reason why she finished last in the Democrat primary. Right. Uh, you know, behind uh, who she finished. Everybody last. else. <laughs> That's what last there means. Was 35 <laughs> candidates, if I remember correctly. There's a ton she of them. Would, they had to have two. Remember, they had to have two, two different. Uh, she had to drop. Things. I think she was the first one to drop out. She finished behind Pete. Buttigieg. Yeah. Buttigieg. Yeah. Our, that fellow. Let's see. Transportation commissioner. Yes. And mayor. She fails. finished behind a mayor. <laughs> <laughs> Who also now has point. a position in Biden's. It seems that Biden is giving uh, positions to everybody that didn't do very well in there. Yeah. He's yeah. making sure our infrastructure isn't racist. There you go. Our highways aren't racist. Yeah. And we got CIA making sure that we got all our. You really like that. You know yeah. what's, video, you know what's, you? what's really sad about this is. I, I can't. St- when we talk about stories, I don't know if it's from the Babylon Bee or not. I know. <laughs> I know. That's the truth. That's the Seriously. truth. Yeah. So, so, so anyway, so Steve's truth. breaking news from yesterday is that Vice President Harris is going to be in charge of the Space Force. No. no. Space Council. Space Council. Space Council. So we got a, we got a council, which says to me they're going to be sitting around a table. With or, their mask on on Zoom. Huh? I guess you're going to order order in lunch. Right, <laughs> and have a council meeting on 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 space, right? Space. And is Vice goes. President Harris going to be in charge of telling them what we're going, what what where in space she wants to go? What well, that's probably part of what the Space Council determines with, okay. with the next missions. Will I be. think we should go. Out to the <laughs> Steve, 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 that was see that was uncalled for. <laughs> I think we may need to move on. Yeah. You think? Go We're ahead, Steve. I was starting to be. imitate Next the story, Space Ghost Steve. show. We are really All right. hitting uh, the sarcasm meter. Yeah. Sarcasm's tilting. There has, there's been a newly declassified opinion from the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Court, uh, the FISA, FISA Court. And they are they are saying that there is widespread. They're saying or seeing? Well, saying. Uh, they Mr. are reporting. California. Accent there. That there is a pattern and a habit of widespread FISA violations. This is from November of 2020 after they were reprimanded for the FISA warrants that Struck and Page and everybody from the FBI were involved in, in securing against President Trump and his, and his team. They're still doing it. And uh, representatives Jim Jordan and Andy Biggs are demanding answers of, of Christopher Wray. Don't know if they're going to get them, but they have learned nothing. The swamp is still you know, in charge. You know, this is um, <clears throat> this further proves that some of the major policy moves that are done in a, in a in a national crisis, like nine eleven was September two thousand and eleven uh, two thousand one September eleven two thousand one. 
those laws, the Patriot Act, and some I think I think FISA was born out of out of nine eleven, um, are are having some serious negative consequences and being misused big time. And and, and there's nothing unless Congress intervenes. These these institutions, these courts, this the FISA Act is in place, and they're going to keep using it how they want to use it until it's corrected. Yep. Yeah, you, you do have judges hopefully that will intervene too that stop these abuses some place some places well plus you should charge members of the fbi if they knowingly lie on fisa court applications you know applying that would never happen it hasn't to to date it hasn't if they if they don't then what's what's the cost that's if you're gonna if you're gonna lie on getting a, a, a tap on somebody's phone who's an American citizen and spying on American citizens and you're lying to the FISA court and nothing happens, right? they're not going to stop. Well, this, this is one of the major problems with the FISA court is it's based in D.C. It's a D.C. circuit. And these are the same. They all do, they all do uh, tea parties on the weekend together, whatever you want to call it, they, cocktail parties on the weekend. <laughs> Probably not tea parties. No, not, not, well, they might <laughs> if they're cisgender. Um, <laughs> but that was a good one. But but we saw the emails with Peter Strzok, uh talking about he was going to a cocktail party with the judge. Yeah, right. The judge he right. named his first name, who's on the FISA court. It's like a small town. They Over, all remember the country club. Yeah, they all take in the warrants and they hey hey judge, I'll see you Friday yeah. at dinner. Mm-hmm. And so you do that, and and the people presenting these warrants, these applications are like, this isn't a field office out in Colorado. These are people in in the FBI building in DC, right? And so it's it's hard to get full accountability there when you've got the number three. And, and remember, the director and associate director sign off on all of these. Their names are at the bottom of each application. So if one of them is a bad application, it implicates people at the top. Forty of them have been uh, identified as bad applications. Really? So, yeah. Wow. At least. Next story, Steve. Uh, Our police, we've reported uh, about the woes that police uh, departments are having across the country recruiting in the the wake of the the horrible way that the police are being treated. I wanted to play you guys uh, some sound of a traffic stop that happened in Los Angeles. A Los Angeles cop pulled a woman over. Yesterday? I believe it was yesterday. It's at least the, the video is now going viral. Let me just say the reason we play this, we're about to play this, because there's going to be some offensive material on here. Not it, bad language. Not No profanity or anything no. like that, but by offensive, I mean some of the things that this woman says to the police officer. But we kind of wanted to give you a uh, taste of what may – this doesn't happen probably often. Although I would say probably the more and more people get emboldened uh, to talk back to the cops and resist the cops, you're going to find more smart alecks out there who are willing just to – uh, you know, to do these kinds of things. That, that's the reason we're playing yeah. this. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, so listen to this interaction. Uh, this is cut 10. I pulled you over because, because you're a murderer. Because uh, yes, I started to record because you can't you're a murderer. Be a, you can't be on your cell phone I, I while you're driving. I was on my phone. I was recording you because you scared you can't, me. You can't use your cell I phone while you're recording. you. May I have your driver's license? I, it's, it's at my apartment. Thank you. And I'm perfectly legal and I'm a teacher. So oh. there. Congratulations. Murderer. You're a murderer. He's only citing you for using your cell phone while you're driving. That's it. Here you go, ma'am. Sign inside the red box right a, there. For him being a Mexican racist. What is that name? Gas. It's on the citation, ma'am. Here you go, Mexican racist. You're always going to be a Mexican. You'll never be white. You know that, right? 
That was a black woman. Yes, it was. Wow. So to review, right? You have a black woman who that was who you just heard talking to a Mexican uh, of a Mexican descent, that an American citizen who's Hispanic, right? And she's she's throwing and a, and a police officer and a police officer, and she's throwing these anti. She's calling him a murderer because he's a police officer, and she's also. Uh, hurling uh, ethnic slurs at him, right? Yes. I don't know why she thinks it's important to tell him she's a teacher who doesn't carry her driver's license. Well, I hope she gets fired. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not for yeah. cancel culture, but this is clearly a teacher who has a problem with Mexicans. Okay, U.S. citizens. So if you're a Mexican and parent or or Mexican parents. And your child is going to this woman's school and is going to be taught by this woman. You think your child's going to be treated fairly? Right. She should be fired. And yeah. and again, I am not for cancel culture. That this is not for a simple PC, uh, you know, political correctness. Folk. She can still get a job at McDonald's or Wendy's or something like that. Or go or go get a job doing something else. But if if you have hostility towards people of Mexican but, descent, how can you teach? Children. There, there was nothing there that preceded that, right? Pull over. That's yeah. about, that's what, I'm say, what I'm saying is that was the, the woman context. wasn't provoked. Yes. No, no, no. She, the, the officer walks up to her car and she starts her, her, rant. her whacked out yeah. uh, talk to him. Right out of the gate. A, right out of the gate. Yeah. Calling him a murderer and... Uh, and this is this is a peek into the life of a law enforcement officer. And I know we talked right. about how this doesn't happen all the time, but it does happen. And and maybe not to this vulgar extent, but the disrespect for law enforcement does display itself. And uh, and, and and when when we're when we're covering stories of law enforcement, we have to remember that the person who is involved in an, in a dispute or an officer involved shooting or something, that could have been that officer. He just got a ranted at and called sick names and called a murderer. Then he gets a call to go save somebody's life right after that. And so um, we need to be careful how we talk to law enforcement. Yeah, uh, that, that woman should be fired and she should be uh, publicly shamed. Yeah. Do, do, we, do we know her name or anything? They're like not releasing that? her name or the officer's name at this point. Uh, you might get some pressure to do that. I think it's worth noting also that the officer didn't as much as raise his voice against her. No, he the handled whole time, himself. just professional. Uh, and... He's seen crazy before. Yeah, probably, yeah. but still. Uh, and so this woman, uh, anyway, she was a black lady. Going after, you know, of all people, you would think, well, you're an African American, and now you're. Hurling ethnic slurs at a Hispanic man, right? Is a police officer. Well, that shows that sin. So this is going to be on CNN. Yeah, the sin, <laughs> the, the, the sin problem affects everyone. Knows no ethnicity, right? Even though when you watch the new CNN, you would think only white people. They have a wait. Sin problem. CNN and groups like them, they they wait. They hope. Please be a white man. So they're not going to cover this. You don't they're think they're not going to? They will. This is no, a, this was no. on Fox and is on Fox. Uh, those kind. The they don't listen. They I pay attention to, I watch the New York Post and some other uh, news sites in New York. Every day, almost, there is a video of a black male attacking an Asian person. There's one on Fox today. But with a cement block. This is with I'm, a hammer. I, I mean, a hammer, too. Or yeah. black, or, uh, in this case, a black woman, I think. 
anyway, the point is, uh, listen, I'm not one for bringing up the race of a person or the ethnicity of a person to talk about crime or violence in the sense that I believe that crime or violence is caused by said Kent skin color. Right. You don't believe that. I don't, I don't believe that. Right. I think that's ridiculous. I don't think people are born white, black, Hispanic, uh, Asian to in any more of a violent way than any other person, any, any right. other group of people. Does that make sense? Right. Yes. yes. So I don't bring what I just said. I don't bring that up except to say this, the left wing media is wanting to pummel white people in America right now. We're, we're like targets for being white supremacists. If you're a white, you should be ashamed of yourself, even though you couldn't help it. Right. Right. And you're a part of the white supremacist movement, unless you can prove otherwise, mm. unless you're Chris, Chris Cuomo or somebody like, unless you, unless you say you're not a white supremacist, you're by default a white supremacist because yeah. this is a systemically mm. racist nation. Right. Okay. So what, the, the only reason I say to you that almost daily I see videos of African-American males in particular violently attacking Asians in America in a New York city is because the media, the liberal media won't cover that. Right. Unless you got a white guy who's beating up an Asian person and then Biden wants to talk about it. You see what I'm saying? Right. Or cast it on white supremacy, even though. Uh, so does that make sense? Yes. Yeah, no, it does. Okay. So, but am I right? You see these news on the New York Post or the Daily News, they'll cover it, but it won't get any national attention when it's the With wrong the when it's the, when it's the right. wrong colored person because it doesn't the, fit the narrative. Doing the yeah. crime. That's what we're talking about is that there is a from the left wing there is a narrative about the racist yes. nation in which yes. we all live that is okay. coming from white people with white privilege. That's the narrative. So when we say they're not covering what is increasingly uh, black on Asian crime, it's because it doesn't fit the narrative. And let me just say this, too. I would imagine that the vast majority of black people in this country who are law-abiding people are probably just as horrified, maybe more so, every time these stories appear on New York Post or Fox News websites they're probably going, please don't let it be another young black man doing it because then everyone looks at me and I'm law-abiding. Right. Okay, so I, I would guess that most uh, black people are horrified by this as well. Oh, yeah, for certain. And, again, uh, Abe calls it identity politics, and I don't believe in playing identity politics, but if the left-wingers are going to play identity politics and they're wrong about the statistics – and they're wrong about the narrative. Then I'm going to. Then I'm going to. I'm going to point that out too right. here. Exactly. So that's good. Uh, that's what you got going on. Uh, you got a big problem in New York with uh, violence against and harassment against Asian people. Steve, next story. We talked a little bit last hour about the uh, elections in Texas. Uh, we did. Didn't you about the school board elections? The oh yes. Republican yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I wanted to. I think there's a movement within the. Um, well, let me say it this way: the Trump 
uh, worldview. America First is well alive within the Republican Party. You're not going to hear it from uh, a lot of people. You're not going to report it. But I want you to hear the reception that Mitt Romney, the senator from Utah, got at a GOP convention in Utah. These are, these are all Republicans he's speaking to or he wants to speak to. And listen, a reminder that uh, Mitt Romney was one who voted to impeach the president and not a very popular position among Republicans, but listen to how he is greeted. Cut 13. So what do you think about President Biden's first 100 days? Now, you know me as a person who, uh, who says what he thinks, and I don't hide the fact that I wasn't a fan of our last president's character issues. Aren't you embarrassed? <laughs> wow. Where was that? In Utah. Utah GOP convention, state GOP convention. <clears throat> that shows That's... how widely, but how unpopular he is. But at the same time, he got elected. So I'm torn. I'm like, does you, do people of Utah like him or they don't? But now, he, when did he get elected, though? He got... it's, yeah, he was elected a while ago. Three I'll, years I'll look ago? It up. I, I, a couple I, years back, was wasn't it a special election? Was, was he's, not, he's not going to get reelected if that's any indication of of the sentiment. I think Liz it, Cheney's getting the same reaction, and she's doubled Wyoming. down. She's yeah. doubled down on her uh, yeah. hostility to the to the former president. Yeah, because so I, where else can you go? You you know you vote if you vote for impeachment, that's on the record. You you either have to apologize, right? Or you have to double down. Since January of 2019, he replaced Orrin Hatch. It was a special okay. election, I think. Yeah. So that was that was uh, th- was that before or after the impeachment vote? Before, I mean, uh, which before? one? Yeah, yeah that's two. true. <laughs> certainly after. Oh, certainly you, before oh the I'm sorry. One. Yeah, the, yeah, the two impeachment votes. Yeah. Did they have an impeachment vote in the Senate first time? Around? Remember the the Ukraine yes. hoax, the Ukraine call. Oh yeah. And then you had the the January sixth, yeah, right. All right, next anyway, story, we'll Steve. Find out. Steve, you got two minutes left. What two you, minutes. All right. Um, two minute warning, Steve. We're starting to get <laughs> starting to get serious in the Catholic Church about the pro life uh, ethic. I think at least it's sounding like this. There's an Archbishop in San Francisco. His name is Archbishop Salvatore Cordialone. Cordialone. Is there, a short, ten, is there a short name we can just call him for the show? Sal. Archbishop <laughs> Sal. Archbishop uh, Sal. Archbishop Sal says that pro-abortion Catholics should be denied communion. And, of course, among those is Nancy Pelosi and Joe Biden, too. Let, and, me, say, let me say this. This is uh, in the Catholic Church. There are 30-something archbishops Nash, in, in the United States of America. That That's... That's right under the Pope. Am I right? Cardinal. The comes after that. I'm sorry. Archbishop and then Cardinal and then Pope. Uh, but this is a pretty high up position in the Catholic Church. I wish they would do this, uh, but I've heard this before, right? Because uh, but, but the, these Catholics that are serious about their faith and about their pro-life stand are saying to the rest of their church, we can't keep giving communion to the likes of Pelosi and Biden who promote abortion. Right. And the teaching of the Catholic Church is that abortion is a mortal, mortal sin. A mortal sin. 
it's horrible, it's evil, it's wicked, it's killing unborn babies, and we we can't let Catholics, people who call themselves Catholics, get have be served communion if they're going to advocate for a, a, a mortal sin. Right. That's what's going on. We'll follow that and see what happens. We've heard this before, but uh, seems to be a move afoot more seriously now in the Catholic Church about this. We'll be back tomorrow. Take care, everybody.